you want to check us out on all of our social media platforms, on Twitter at Tinfoil Hat Cast, on Instagram at Tinfoil Hat Pod, or all comedy t shirts.com, email us at Tinfoil Hat Pod at gmail.com. Tinfoil Hat. Tile people everywhere. Tinfoil Hat. Hey, man, what's hey, the truth there, dog? Tinfoil Hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are you ready to get your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. Yeah! And welcome to another fun, festive episode of Tinfoil Hat. Uh, you know who we are. You know what we're here to do. Uh, what's up? Off the grid? You know it, man. I'm about to find out if this is a hoax or not. Yeah. <laughs> we are super excited. We announced on the last podcast, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a fun, fun podcast, uh, but we announced on that the big, happy, exciting news that Tim Fall Hat will be at Skankfest in New York this coming up, not this weekend, but the following weekend, and I believe it's going to be that Sunday, the last day of the festival, we're going to be doing the Tim Fall Hat comedy, and our special guest will be Tim Dillon from the Tim Dillon's Going to Hell podcast, so who knows what we're going to talk about. But we're still trying to figure out how we're going to get this guy to New York. Uh, we don't know if you, anybody knows a portal yes. of any time that we can shoot this motherfucker through. Vacuum to Save us some money. Uh, maybe we'll go Greyhound and we'll just find fans along mm-hmm. the way. And this guy will crash there uh, on his way I love it. T- to get to New York City. But either way, if you're thinking about going to Skankfest or you want to go to Skankfest or you haven't been to New York City in a while... This is the time to go. I've never have been. You've never been to New York. It's going to be so interesting to see because it is such a wonderful city. Let's do it. Everybody's on top of each other. TFH and NYC, baby. And that is why we should need to make a shirt real quick. Um, <laughs> that is why it is such a wonderful town for comedy because everybody is on top of each other. And, and we'll bring in our guests in two seconds. And. Uh, that allows them to make fun. Now, Los Angeles is very uh, segregated. Oh, yeah. Spread out. Uh, you know, uh, the Mexicans live here. The rich Jews live here. The hipsters. hipsters live here. You know, the porn people live here and whatever the groups are. You know, we're <laughs> in New York, and uh, I'm not an expert in New York City, but they seem to all live on top of each other. And like therefore, rats. you can rack each other. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So we'll see how it's going. Uh, so check out T-shirts. Check out the new T-shirts. Check out the new Patreon. Uh, we're getting some paranormal shit, and it's been a lot of fun. But today is going to be a fun uh, podcast because it's on a topic that I really enjoy. And uh, joining us, he is from the Homeschool Podcast. You've heard him on the Church of What's Happening Now with Joey Diaz many times from the beginning. Uh, stand-up comic, podcaster, got homeschooled. Please welcome Augustino Zoida. Thank you. Thanks for having Did me. Did I man. nail it? You nailed it. Bam! That is always the hardest part of the show, is fucking, not fucking up people's names. And mine is not an easy one. It isn't. And we <laughs> just had a podcast full of not easy people at all. <laughs> I wouldn't want it easy. Yeah? I don't want Joe Smith in here. I want a fucking dude who's going to make me stumble and work for him. <laughs> How are you, dude? I'm pretty good, man. How are you? Do you have any dates that you want to put anything, your podcast? Tell us a little about your podcast. And- um, my podcast is called Homeschooled Podcast. I was homeschooled. It's not really about 
being homeschooled or anything like that. Um, I just have like a really interesting guest, mostly comics because it's mostly who I know. You don't have to necessarily be homeschooled to exactly. be on the podcast. Yes, but it is uh, something really specific about me, <laughs> my own little different spin on things. Said I was homeschooled, and I have uh, I have guests on. We have great we have uh, great hurt topics. Or hurt or help? Was homeschooled hurt or help? I, I gotta say hurt. I gotta say hurt. There's way. I mean, it's definitely both, but there's definitely way more things that are hurting it than helping it. Is it kind of like when you, you know, we were talking about a certain person that uh, Ryan knows that didn't doesn't have any pop culture references so much? Uh, I had a friend of mine who didn't go watch any American television. Mm-hmm. And when she would go to school, they'd ask all the questions. Mm-hmm. And, people, and she didn't know any of the television shows, any of that stuff. And it kind of fucked her up. Yeah. You know, this, my friend. And, um... Did, did that kind of did it kind of hurt that you didn't have that interaction with people? Definitely, but like the opposite. I knew so much about about pop culture because I was basically raised by television. I mean, not to say my parents didn't raise me, but that was mostly where I would get my entertainment and education. What were class like? When was learning time? A uh, couple hours in the morning with my mom in the kitchen. That's pretty much it. Was she a teacher? No. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I don't understand how people can homeschool their kids and they don't have to take, like, a course. They're, it's just these programs. And I'm Catholic, and it was this Catholic program that uh, would just mail you books. And at the time, there wasn't – well, there was, but it wasn't popular internet, you know? Um, so it was just, like, a box of books, and you'd study it, you'd take tests, and you mail them back in, and you get your results later. And that's pretty much how it worked. So your own mother could not give you the results of your test. No, we had to send them in. You had to write book reports. It's just like AIDS just tests. You're just in. like, hey, did I pass this thing or not? And you yes. just wait and you're you had shit list. <laughs> Eventually, by the time high school came around, there was uh, online. And I mostly did it without my mom by myself. Now, was it, was the online classes somewhat like now driving classes online where it's like it's so easy now? Like back in the day when you got ticket. You would be punished to go to traffic school. Now it's like a $100 thing, and it's 20 minutes, and they give you the answers. <laughs> it's hard for me to say if it was easy or not, but there definitely was your typical like multiple-choice questions, like a, like, a, like a state test. Would you recommend homeschooling in the future? No. No. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't to any kid. The only reason why I would is just because of, like all, I guess, all the craziness and shootings in schools now. <laughs> and, and like I have like nieces and nephews that go to public school. One is in you know a completely different city. One of them is in Los Angeles. And the Los Angeles one is just like crazy nightmare stories. And, yeah. <laughs> you know? We were talking a lot about, um, you know, there's this guy who has a stand-up comedy uh, special that just came out. And it's called Home uh, Private School Negro. Okay. Which... I'll reserve comment on that, but there is a lot. Uh, a, a big thing people don't realize about Hollywood is like how many people working in the industry have gone to private school. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost like an un, a secret that nobody ever talks about. You know, he's, oh, you got to be part yeah. of this group, part of that group. But the one common denominator in all these things is private school. There's so much. Aaron, did you go to private school? Yeah, see, and Aaron's sitting in the corner. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like, what the fuck is going on here, dude? What were you? You were... Public. I actually went to a fundamental school. What? In, in junior high from like uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, I went to a fundamental school. And they said that it was fun for the mentals. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I guess it worked, you know? I don't know what fundamentals they were teaching us because I never... That's so interesting. Much. So it wasn't special school? 
I'm not too. I mean, the the bus was shorter, <laughs> and I definitely like everyone was rocking in the seats next to me. Ryan, but... you are such an enigma. <laughs> Is this something really you honest. got recruited to do, or your parents paid extra to send you? No, no, no. The recruitment have to, had the the recruitment something else. The company you're talking about? No, the school you. Oh, no. what yeah. company? <laughs> what are you talking about the company? You act like we all know the company. What's the company? The CIA? Is, is this more confirmation that you are you are somebody who's into shit? <laughs> How many that? years did you, you go through? Uh, <laughs> How many uh, years did you go through homeschool? Uh, um, get- I've I the first time I ever stepped foot in a real school was as a comedian to perform there. What? Yeah. I never. So you had no. You have no stories of PE teachers and cafeteria ladies. Just what I've heard on television. Like you were like me. Like we had two lesbian librarians who everyone thought they had wooden tits. You didn't have any of that. Nothing, bro. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. I found about like lesbians and tits when I went to the neighbor's house. That's so interesting. (laughs) It's so interesting. So. Um, sometimes fans hook us up with guests who we got on the show, and I saw that you had put out a tweet about how they were making a movie about the moon landing, and it's you made. put out, or it's coming out, yeah. about, was this a movie about a movie? Right. Trying to make a joke, but I, I mean, I do believe that we did not land on the moon. That's my opinion. That's so interesting. Now, have you done any research into it? Of course, yes. Of course, <laughs> of course. So... so so, <laughs> what great. what year did your mom introduce you to the f- moon landing being fake? That's is that uh, part never. Of the, there was no homeschooling conspiracy theory <laughs> no. class. No, I don't think in homeschool I ever even learned about landing on the moon, ever. Like yeah. we never talked about it. Now, did you have any brothers or sisters? I have three older sisters. Did they go through homeschooling as well? Oldest one was public school, and then and the they're other like, two "Fuck, right she's fucked up." Yeah, she got into some trouble. She's stripping at Jumbo's <laughs> clown room. No, no offense to Jumbo clown room, ladies. We love you. Yeah, uh, I go. There I love all Jumbo's. The time. I'll um, be there. I do. I'll, I'll be there it. tomorrow. That's not even a joke. I have a good friend of mine who are dancers there, and we respect them. Let's get back to this. Okay. When uh, did you start to believe something was off with the landing? Um, just when you know YouTube became popular and you're exploring around uh, conspiracies, hearing so many people talk about it. Um, I mean, I, I like I said, I was homeschooled, so like I didn't really learn it but i learned that we even landed on the moon from watching dumb and dumber when he goes we landed on the moon <laughs> and i remember being a little kid going like what's he talking about like why is that funny and someone explains to me why it was funny uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh but in actuality it is funny because i i mean the more i look into it the more i think you're crazy if you think we did go well do you think and, and this gets into the conspiracy world what what, what is really the whole battle is propaganda versus conspiracy there is like i believe the moon is round i mean i believe the earth is round okay why do i believe the earth is round have i done any research into the earth being round or not (laughs) i have not but i believe the earth is round because i've been told that the earth is round sure i have been told that scientists can prove that the earth is round no one's ever sat me down and showed me Actually the, math- proved it to you. the mathematics of it and i will tell you that 95 percent of the people that will call you an idiot for saying that the earth might be flat have done no research as well 
I would agree with you on that. Including the guy running the board over there, most likely shaking his head that I'm an idiot. Okay? <laughs> and the truth is, zero, zero, zero reading. Most people believe that we have landed on the moon simply because they have been told that we have landed on the moon. Right. The actual research done by them is most likely slim to none. And that's where we're at. So we would like to get into this. Ryan's mm-hmm. going to take us through it. You and I will kind of have a little fun with it. Okay. And then we could talk about it. And we could add anything else. If you want to take it somewhere else, we can do that. You got well. it. Moon landing conspiracy theories claim that the sum of the elements of the Apollo program and the associated moon landings were hoax staged by NASA, possibly with the aid of other organizations. The most notable claim is that the six-man landings from 1969 to 72 were faked and that the 12 Apollo astronauts did not actually walk on the moon. Various groups and individuals have claimed since the mid-1970s that NASA has knowingly misled the public into believing that the landings happened by manufacturing, tempering with, and destroying evidence, which we'll get into, including photographs, telemetry, tapings, radio and TV transmissions, moon rock samples, and even killing some supposed key witness. Right. So that gets us into it. You know, uh, Apollo 11, it's called AS-506 to be exact. Yeah. Apollo 11 blasted off on July 16th, 1969. So we're coming up on the 49th anniversary Mm -hmm. just in a couple days. Wow. Yeah. Neil Armstrong, Edwin Buzz Aldrin. Let's just call him Edwin for yeah. now on. I mean, he's Buzz. Fuck Buzz. Yeah. N- you no get more Edwin, Buzz. dude. Yeah, dude. You're Ed. <laughs> um, and Michael Collins, the, the third and lesser talked about, sure. were the astronauts on Apollo 11. Four days later. The Ar- Ringo star of yeah. this. Group. He doesn't actually walk on the moon, correct? No, mm-hmm. he just hangs out. You know, he just hangs out inside. Too. He's like. He wasn't even on set that day. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he went around and told all the dumb hot chicks that he actually walked. <laughs> and he got cut out of it. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I did. No, they're not going to do any research, yeah. hot chicks. I went down first and h- held the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> they so, didn't get it on tape. I had to make sure everything was safe. <laughs> Four days later, Armstrong and Aldrin landed on the moon. They landed on the moon in a lunar module, and it was called the Eagle. Collins stayed in orbit around the moon, and he did experiments and took pictures. By experiments, guys, how many times did he experiment while he was alone? Like, you got to be thinking, if the Mile High Club, what is that? (laughs) That that dude is... Experiments. What's he doing up there? He's just... He's got fucking, like, syringes and and fucking beakers and shit. Like, what is... So on July 20th, 1969, Neil Armstrong became the first human to step on the moon. He and Aldrin walked around for three hours. They did experiments. They picked up bits of moon dirt and rocks. But, and they put a, moon, a U.S. flag on the moon, and they also left a sign on the moon, which I'll show you here, which cracks me up that there's a sign. This is left on the lunar module. Now, is this a sign, or is this like a weird tablet put on the ground? It's basically, as you climb down the ladder, it's in between two of the rungs, and it says, Here, men, from the planet Earth, first set foot upon the moon July 1969 AD we came in peace for all mankind and it signs there's three names but of course Richard Nixon gets to be on there as well so right so you know that's was it J- but where was JFK in this wasn't this the he's whole thing that dead he- already wasn't he, mm-hmm. he's, yeah. he, he oh was- he's already dead okay yes. okay so you know the two astronauts returned to orbit joining Collins on July 24th 1969 and all three astronauts came back to earth safely Presidents Kennedy's, like you said, wish came true. It took less than 10 years. Humans had walked on the moon. 
The historic launch of the Apollo 11 mission carried three astronauts towards the moon. Two of them would set foot on the lunar surface and set human history around the world, followed them on television. Do you, do you remember your parents talking about where they were? Of course, dude. I remember the, the space program has been a huge part of like pop culture and stuff like that. And we'll get into the space shuttle exploring, exploding and all that stuff. But yeah, dude, huge, huge thing. So that's the official narrative or the greatest lie ever told, if mm. you want to see it that way. So uh, anything to add there? Man, uh, I mean, there's so many things that are just visually you can pick on. Like, you go back to the uh, yeah. to the to the the the. I know some of you guys are listening, so we'll describe it. Some of you guys are on sound. Go back to the flag when mm-hmm. the guy has the flag. Like, it's so obvious that there's like something holding that flag up. At the, like, yeah. look at the top. It's obviously some weird kind of uh, either metal uh, bars in there to hold it up. It's trying to act like it's first of all, it's flapping, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And and there's no there's no wind on the moon. Right. <laughs> Why is this thing flapping? When there's no wind on them, I'm looking at you, Aaron. Why is this the? <laughs> why is there flapping there? What is the flapping from? They're saying it's from the vibration, but what's more, even more important is the weirdness of like lights, the way the shadows the shadows are. hit different directions. There's that too. Uh, well, I mean the way, the the rod up top, they explained that they I guess they used sort of a uh, oh they did explain the rod like a curtain rod type of mechanism to because they anticipated it you know just falling flat. Um, but I don't know why they would anticipate that because there's... Well, then why is gonna, it flapping? Um, they say, they say that it, unfolding it, it, w- it was vibrations, like you said. That's just some vibrations from unfolding it. But that the doesn't look like vibrations. Even from a still photo, I don't that's with, flapping. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of movement in a flag. I don't understand what... The the vibrations from because they had the flag folded up right okay so so here, they're uh, unfolding I'm, um, it. flap I'm I have my nice uh, triangle yeah. flag and I am unflapping <laughs> it okay unwrapping it so in other words and... those are supposed to be wrinkles from the from the fold no that is not a that's wrinkle. not wrinkles it, it it is it is it's motion. It's 1969. <laughs> it, it, you guys know the cars. Just go out right now and get into a 1969 vehicle and feel safe driving on the freeway. <laughs> I do, by the way. <laughs> well, because they're a tank. Yeah, because you could run that thing into a wall and you'll be safe. Now it's like it's like getting to your, your tin can hearing aid mm-hmm. and watch you get flattened. It's for sure structurally strong, but as a technology goes, it blows my mind that we talk so much about getting to the moon and passing through the Van Allen radiation belt. Yeah. Well, That's the biggest thing. That's the biggest thing. Because you're just basically sitting in a little tin can from 1969 getting irradiated and you're still alive. It's unbelievable. And what bothers me is that, okay, so by the way, I saw the movie that's not out yet. Oh, you saw How did you yes. see it? Uh, I went to one of those private screenings and uh, where I signed saying I wouldn't say anything about it, uh, which I won't, but I will say that it bothers me they didn't even address that at all the, the the radiation like how did they get through it, it doesn't even come up i mean this is a mo- this is not a movie about conspiracies this is a movie about neil armstrong um but they, they don't even address it at all which is crazy to me well there yeah and then there later on there's like it's so weird like eddie bravo thinks they do shit on purpose to get us arguing with each other sure 
Like when there's the one uh, video of the astronauts floating, uh-huh. and he basically says we've never gotten past the Van Allen belt. Yeah, but yet that's out. It's like why is that out? Yeah, why is that? Why is that out? Why, why, how is that out? And then there's that famous movie that came out that just basically somehow somebody got sent a a, a, a movie a car a, a film reel. Mm-hmm. Of the landing, and they show it, and basically the guy, what? No, nothing. Where they show it, and it's like this is Earth from our plane, and they're like, they're like, this is amazing. Then it keeps playing, and then like they think the cameras are off, and they shift it, and it's just, you could just see it's light in the room. It's, it's not even in space. They're just literally still in the shuttle. It's a fake shot. And even besides the radiation belt, there's solar flares, there's solar wind, there's the coronal mass ejections, there's cosmic rays. This, I mean, space is fucked up, man. You just going out there is – that's crazy, you know. Like I can't comprehend leaving the atmosphere, let alone going all the way to the moon. Well, but, well let's get into the fact that all of their data mm. is lost. Destroyed. Destroyed. Think about that. Including the equipment they claim helped them get past the radiation. They said that they destroyed that so they cannot go back. Yeah, so NASA admitted in 2006 that no one could find the original video recordings from the July 20th, 1969 landing. In uh, 2017, they actually, a guy, he found uh, a in a Pittsburgh garage... For a while, I'm, as I'm researching this, I could not find his name. They kept on just saying some guy that was hoarding. And what it was is a guy was one of those guys. He's like American Pickers, and he ended up going in the garage, and he found one of these uh, giant computer systems, and it had a little tag on it. full on said NASA. So he had to call him up and let him know, like, I found this in the basement of a deceased Pennsylvania man's home. And uh, it was 325 magnetic data reels. And two enormous computers, each dating back to the Apollo era space flight. So I don't even know what that means. <laughs> so basically, he, he had the uh, there were these two giant, uh, enormous computers that were used at the time. And so this footage that they said they'd lost, now they had now discovered <laughs> in uh, 2017. So some of the tapes were labeled Pioneer Eight, Pioneer Nine, space weather missions. But then eventually they found one that was labeled. Uh, Apollo 11. But they're saying that there was so much mold on it that there was, they couldn't save it, so they had to destroy them. <laughs> mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of shifty if you think about it. And the funniest thing is I actually went on to uh, NASA.gov's like, website, okay. and it's all about talking about the Apollo 11 data recordings and their final report, and it just straight up says uh, right here... Um, much has happened over the ensuing years. Today is hard to imagine life without internet, cell phones, high-definition TVs. They're trying to say all this goes to it, right? But we don't have any of this footage now. So we There's really none. We can't. So we just got to just take their word for it that it happened, right? Exactly. There's, there's really nothing to show us other than some footage that looked like it was easily staged. I've actually seen staged footage that looked better than it. See, these are one of those conspiracy theories that you can get. You can go down YouTube holes for days oh, and man. days and continue. There's to find so much stuff. stuff. Yeah, and like I said, besides all these visuals, like like this maybe even sounds like a dumb question, but like how how is how is the the flag even sticking into the moon? Like, isn't it solid? 
Like, how does it? I mean, did I'm they sure dig a some, hole? Did they drill a hole? I mean, there's okay. There's so much shit that goes up, and then the top looks like sand, <laughs> which is obviously like a, some sort of sand or dirt because like there's there's footprints. And the funny thing about that exact flag from Apollo Eleven mission when they blasted off to go make connect back with it Collins, fell. yeah, they they blew it away, so it's now on the ground. So it's not even on standing up anymore, anyways. Right. Well, they're, they're, allegedly there's six flags total because of the other times that we went. We've gone six times. Um, That's what they say. Allegedly, mm-hmm. yeah. So there is there is a flag each time. It's, it's ridiculous, unbelievable. So the three guys go. Uh, the data that they say from it, they've lost or they just threw out, and they don't know why. Which is like <laughs> literally throwing out the 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 Declaration of Independence. Yeah, it's literally like, oh, dude, yeah, the thing that says all the freedom. <laughs> You know, oh, the Constitution, the thing that basically says what our rights are. Uh, we don't know where it is. We found it tore up in a basement, so we burned it. Yeah. <laughs> so all this information comes out. Uh, none of you know, and there's just retarded shit that goes on. Like, so we land. They come back, right? Um, and then they have to go through customs. Yeah. Did you hear about this? So they officially had to declare where they were, where were they departing from, and they mm-hmm. had to put the moon on customs <laughs> papers. I love how bureaucratic American system is. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And uh, so they're in uh, about eighteen days. Uh, they, they, I mean, they, they, they had to go through, make sure they didn't have diseases, anything like that. So that's the return, basically. Um, what, do, what do you guys think about like the other times they went to the moon? Like so, it's well, just this. I, I want to focus on this one. Okay, real sorry, quick. sorry. There's a couple things. Okay, sorry. Uh, so when the when when the the space the lunar module lands, mm-hmm. there's no impact, right? And it should seem like that. <coughs> I believe it's like ten thousand pounds of thrust that was being pushed down. Mm-hmm. There should this. be like dust everywhere. And you see his footprint. He go, it's nice and sexy and silty yes. and leaves a good print. But you're telling me 10,000 pounds of pressure isn't going to make like a 30-foot deep crater? That Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Like it's, it, should, it should be – where's the burnt sand? That's what I was going to say. The blast from when like it took the off. Thing, like, <sighs> well, just like if a thing is landing and it's like got these propellers yeah. that I guess like we have a way to land propelling? And just jet propulsion. So it's like they're just – it's thrusting so that I could – Apparently, it Where, sounds so freaking... it's thrusting top and bottom, <laughs> thr- pushing it down. Yeah, it sounds. And pretty... it's about to land, and somehow, even though we've never seen this technology anywhere else in our real life, I mean, in our everyday life now, mm-hmm. where we have like things that land like this, like even Teslas. like yeah, like like in the in the uh, in the in the the land the the the, the, the car that they just sent. Tesla's uh, SpaceX. Yeah. Where they show the rockets like landing through jet propulsion and you're like, oh, you just played the film backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that film is played that we can tell this is a fucking backwards film. I mean, so, totally. So where is the burnt soil? The burnt land. The Like, dude, if you land, let's say, a jet in a cornfield, there's going to be burnt corn everywhere. Sure. I asked myself that question, too. Landing and taking off, there should be some burnt marks. There should be some kind of fucking fire scorch. And there's nothing in those pictures and the videos that we've seen, nothing like that. Just a perfect 
well, silky dirt that if, he if I may. In. Okay, I'd love it, it anytime. It, the moon has what thirty percent Earth's gravity, so it wouldn't take the amount of force it takes to get off the Earth. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't right. have this giant rocket, so you're but, not going to have okay this giant. So here we go. Burns. All right. This, this is bottle just, is either full or it's empty, right? Depending on how hot, whatever you want. So uh, it's uh, on Earth, it's this heavy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Moon, it is only. It's this bottle, no water, right? So it's lighter, let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's take it into account. Sure. To get it off the ground, Aaron, mm-hmm. to get it off the ground, it to, even if it's a small bit of fire, it's still got to have propulsion. Certainly. Which means at some point there should be some scorched earth. But not as, big a, not as big as what you're... Some. Where... W- Any... Where on Earth? Something. Why would we see this in photos? Why would we see this in photos? We see we're what seeing... it's taking off. When we see, which is this amazing, weird camera angle that, where's that camera coming from that's shooting this amazing shot of this thing taking off? What is there's this camera sticking out? And like, oh, dude, they're taking off. GoPros, bro. <laughs> okay. So, Aaron, you... you That's uh, Aaron's way of going, I don't have an answer for that. Do you believe the official narrative, Aaron? Yeah, Aaron, do you believe the official... Uh, it's too early. There's so much more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> Save me for later. Lack of impulse. Multiple light sources, Aaron. We have multiple light sources. Shadows are at different angles, yeah, okay? I work on mu- movie sets from time to time and commercials well, porn and Porn sets don't count. Mainly porn sets, gay porn sets. I'm a fluffer. And, but they talk about hot spots. And I've talked to guys doing lighting. They're like, yeah, Dude, I've seen those in the photos. It's like these huge spotlights were used, and they talk about it. You can just see real hot spots, as they say in the terms. Yeah, I mean, it's like just different angles. Like, why? If if the only if the only light source is the sun, then why is there multiple shadows going different angles? Mm-hmm. They try to uh, they try to address that and just say that um, it's an illusion. Like that sometimes shadows look like they're coming from di- different directions, but they're not. They're like go outside and look at a shadow. Like it looks like it's coming from different directions. I'm like I've never seen that. I don't know what you guys are talking about. But that's <laughs> that's pretty much how they address that. Um, but I mean, in, in several instances, you can see shadows coming from different different areas. And then there's light coming from different areas. There's identical backgrounds in the photos, which could, uh, according to their captions, were taken miles apart. But they suggest that their painted backgrounds were used because, like, mm. well, this, if you believe it's, let's say that we believe it's fake, which I think three out of the four of us believe here, um, that there's actually sets. So there's this limited area mm-hmm. of sand, okay, and that there's this basically just a backdrop set design backdrop that makes it look like it goes on forever. And I'm glad you mentioned sets because you've you've heard about the notorious sea rock. Yeah. It's like there's photos that contain artifacts that are seemingly matching like in uh, props they'll label them like A, B, and C. Right. And there's a C on one of these rocks yes. that looks like they forgot to turn the prop around so they didn't show the correct lettering. It's ridiculous. Totally. It's, I have seen that. It's the way you label studio props. Yeah. Well, he there is that whole thing. Everyone's like, they, they put, yeah, it would be a prop. There's a couple other things. <laughs> I, I, and I'm on this uh, website called listverse.com if you guys want to check it out. Uh, another thing it states is one of the big problems is the unexplained object that is seen in one of the astronauts' helmets. Like the reflection in their 
their what's this called guard? Yeah, uh, the face mask. Face mask. Yeah, and it looks a lot like a light, uh, 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 like a, a set design light. <laughs> yep, above shot. Yeah, with the full on. Yeah, they didn't do that good a job. I mean, even the film and the cameras, if if they were taking photos, which they say they're taking uh, one photo every 50 seconds. And these are amazing photos. You see, like, super good, like, focus. And I get it, they're medium format, and that takes a pretty good shot. But still, uh, if they were to go back through the Van Allen radiation belt, then these, the film would get irradiated, and it would never be yeah. able to be processed. So what they say is they were processing it. They had film processor on the the actual like the module itself. So they had a, like a Kodak machine up there. Yeah, like they got that much room. Going they had on. like a Rite Aid fucking film processing <laughs> thing on the sh- on the shuttle. Yeah, can't mean it. They got and here's another thing. So uh, the math behind it, the fact that the m- Earth to the Moon, they say it's two hundred fifty thousand miles. Right, that means that it should take two second delay in communications. The typical delays in communications are about a half a second. Okay. Hmm. So they just got a really good connection over there yeah. in 1969. Dude, I from can't the moon. even get like fucking the like reception. I like <laughs> at the dog park near my fucking house. These guys are in, on the moon, and it's like, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm nailing it. Okay. So, so how about the famous uh, when uh, Armstrong steps on the moon? Uh, who's filming that? Yeah, Aaron. Where is this amazing camera of when he he lands? If he's the guy doing it, what is there like? What do they have? A selfie stick? Does the does the does the shuttle have a selfie stick that shoots out and shoots this thing? <laughs> so the way they explained it, they said that there was a camera on the base of the lunar module, but it's just just perfect angle, just gets it all good. Dude, have you ever looked at like one of these ring, uh, one of those systems where you can look out? I mean. This is a modern-day camera, and it's still not that So good. let me get this right also. Let's look at the picture itself. Where's the stars? Yeah. When I get out of Los Angeles, I can see stars for days. No small Because the smog here, we can't see the stars. You're, you're in space. Where are the stars? And that was what when they got back, I think it was four weeks afterwards, is they had their first press conference, right? Okay. And that's when yes. they talked about it. Like, I don't think I remember seeing stars. It's like, you don't remember being in space and looking out at like, it's, they have an answer for everything. I love it. Dude. That's just, that's the thing. It, there's just an answer for it. There's, there's way too many answers and the answers are not good. Mm. They're, they're real like, like, oh, well, uh, <laughs> we, we had a camera on the bottom. You know what I mean? Like, they're really like, like, like when your dad tries to lie to you about your Christmas present. Like, they're real like dumb, like quick on the moment answers. And there is an answer for everything. Um, in the movie, they did uh, per- show an image of this camera that just got ejected out of uh, the ship and extended pretty far hmm. to, and on, on multiple sides of it. To, so they can they can video it. But I'm not uh, too sure how much you could say about the film. Did he talk about uh, Buzz Aldrin's communion on the moon? No, no. no. Do, Sam, do you know about this? No. What? Do you remember your first communion? No. When you like you know I eat, do. The, eat the body of Christ yeah. and drink a little blood and whatnot. I didn't go that much. I went later on because I thought if I didn't go to church, so did Buzz do that gay. on the moon? So as you can imagine, the first men to land on the moon was a global event. Everyone that could be watching was. Due to this, NASA asked the astronauts on Apollo 11 not to engage in any religious activities that could offend, insult, or isolate the rest of the world. 
However, Edwin, a.k.a. Buzz Aldrin, felt the opportunity was too great to let the pass by. Therefore, once Armstrong and Aldrin were landed safely on the moon and we were waiting to take the first steps, Aldrin radioed back to Earth, asking anyone who is listening to reflect on that moment in history. Aldrin gave thanks to the opportunity, produced a small flask of wine and a piece of bread, which he then consumed while reading the Gospel of John. From the moment, the Buzz Aldrin then became the first so far, the only person to participate in a Christian ritual of the communion on the moon. He brought the wine all the way up there in a little flask and a little bread? You, you don't think they're going to pat him down and make sure you don't, like... Yeah. Um, do you, was it three ounces? That's aren't what you I allowed to not? Aren't you not allowed to have food? Like, I mean, they have their own, like, uh, spacecraft food, but they're not allowed to have food. Um, the, the One of the guys who got killed in the, uh, in the practice, uh, Gus... What's his name? Gus uh, Grissom. Grissom. Thank you. Gus Grissom... He like way before the Apollo mission got in huge trouble for biting for a photograph into a pastrami sandwich in in one of the spacecrafts. He got in huge trouble. So this guy brought uh, bread and wine. With yeah, him. and how did they get through the Van Allen belt? <laughs> how did the wine get through the Van Allen belt? Yeah, right. How like... does the bread not become toast in the Van Allen belt? <laughs> Like, somebody tell me this shit. <laughs> I mean, the whole idea is the moon hoax conspiracy theorists say a desperate President John F. Kennedy, who wanted to beat the Russians in space race, ordered the production of a series of films in a top secret studios to make it look like NASA astronauts actually made it to the lunar surface. At the heart of the theory claims that the radioactive Van Allen boat would have just been so lethal to fly through. In a recent survey... All right, I'm going to give you guys a little guess here. Okay. They, they surveyed Russians, British, and Americans. And which ones do you think believe that we did not go to the moon the most? Russians. Which ones do you think believe we didn't go to the moon the second most? British. You've got it correct. <laughs> You've got it correct. So, yeah. So, and what you always say it, Sam, because Europe has seen they've been Treacher- treachery. And so Russia has seen SARS. They've been lied to. They're used to like just getting fed bullshit. So Not only like, that, but, but Russia is so ahead of the game every step of the way in this moon landing, for example, that they said we can't do it. So how could have they? Mm-hmm. I do not think it is actually possible to land on the moon. I don't think we ever have, and I don't think we ever will. So let's get this also down. Would you say if the moon landing is real – that this would be the greatest achievement in mankind. Certainly, yeah. Okay. It's the greatest achievement in mankind. Yet they do one interview their entire life. And within this interview, they can't agree on any stories. (laughs) They can't agree, did they see stars or did they not see stars? Some said they did, and then others said they didn't. And then he gives them the elbow. You see that? There's a classic, he, like, Buzz gives him the elbow, hey, and he's like, hey. Uh, you're ruining my shit. <laughs> and then they never, ever talk about it again. Yeah. I and mean, then destroy what evidence they have. Dude, Kobe Bryant's been retired a year. He's put out five books about his career already. <laughs> <laughs> when you achieve certain things, you can't stop talking about it. There's people who have TV shows from 30 years ago still touring off talking about those shows. And they proclaim this one of America's greatest uh, victories and achievements, and they talk about it very little. To never be able to talk about it. 
So according to James Longusky, professor of aeronautics and astronautics engineering at Purdue University, the conspiracy theories are impossible because of their size and complexity. The conspiracy would have to involve more than 400,000 people who worked on the Apollo project for nearly 10 years, and the 12 men who walked on the moon, the six others who flew with them as command module pilots, and the other six astronauts who orbited the moon, hundreds of thousands of people, including astronauts, scientists, engineers, technicians, skilled laborers, they would all have to keep this secret. Or would they? If you, if you, just all, be, if you all believe what you're doing is right, it yeah, how it easy is it to just give someone a task and tell them that's what they're doing it for? Also, and it's like, here's the thing that people really need to understand. The amount of people in that room isn't as many as people think it is. Let's throw a number at 20, right? 20 people. How many people work in NASA? How many people work in the U.S. government? How many people work in the military? Okay? A lot. Thousands and thousands and thousands. Why those 20 to 30 people? Why? Because those people have shown ability to play ball. You do not get into that room unless you have shown an ability to play ball. It is the same thing with government Mm -hmm. at the highest fucking levels on why these fucking guys could be involved in such dark art shit. And then everyone's like, well, why doesn't anyone say anything? Well, people have actually said stuff. Right. People have actually come out and said the things are fake and this is fake. A lot of them got killed. And what happens? They get killed. They get dismissed. Their lives are ruined. I mean, how many of us right now, maybe you guys listening, you work for a company that you don't even know what's going on up on the eighth floor. They just tell you downstairs what the fuck to do, and you do your job. If you listen to the Patreon, we had a guy who talked about how his dad worked at this institute in Chicago, and he went to a floor he's never been on. And he went down there, and he saw shit that he could only describe as UFOs and aliens. And he's never been on that floor. And they freaked the fuck out. Hmm. You don't get to certain places unless you play ball. In Bill Cooper's book, it's called The Initiation. And they give you the initiation. You think, uh, oh, hey, they say spit on the Bible. Spit on the Bible. And you're like, I'll never spit on the Bible. And they're like, good job. That was the test. (laughs) And reality, the truth was you were supposed to spit on the Bible. And you didn't. Now you'll never move up to those levels Uh unless you show the willingness to play ball. So the whoever's in that room where they're running everything and they know it and they're pressing the buttons, they've shown an ability to play ball and keep a secret. So you don't have to keep everybody, everybody quiet. You yeah. just have to keep a small group of people quiet. The main players. And you do that through money, bribery, and fucking blackmail. And verbal threats. Like violent threats of that. If you talk, everybody in your family is going to die. We have seen people involved in 9-11 who have, who've disappeared and died. Yeah. You want to know something fascinating? All six moon landings happened during the Nixon administration. And Okay. So six things go on. This amazing moon landing. And we've never been back. Hmm. Now, aren't they attempting in just... What do we see about what happens with the government, right? They get something going. Let's take our phones, our computers, our cars. All of our stuff started as government... 
tools and weapons, right? DARPA. The government had computers and the internet before us. Eventually, when they advanced beyond that, they released it to us for us to use. Okay? Let's look at Hummers. Do you remember when the first Iraq war, the second Iraq war happens? Uh, What happens? You see civilians driving around Hummers. Right. And then they slim it down. And now it's It's like this clean... Kind H3. Of, yeah. yeah. Right? The first one, like Arnold drove out onto a red carpet, I think, for one of the Terminator premieres, like the first Hummer. Yeah. And it, was, it, it looked pretty close to a military one. Right? So we see that. What's it called? Re-engineering or reverse engineering? Yes. yes. Okay. What do we see going on right now? So this happens, what, 60 years ago? Mm-hmm. Oh, 49 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Right now we have a couple companies trying to send... People in the space, you remember they're all trying to do this rich things where people could just go and kind of live in space for an hour and then come back? Yeah. Why haven't they uh, commercialized any of this technology? Why has the space shuttle basically stayed the same as, as it was 50 years ago? Look at the advancement in these cell phones and phones in general. They're slicker now. Why do we have the exact same space shuttle? Yeah. Uh, There's a lady named Una Ronald from Perth, Australia. She claimed that she saw a Coca-Cola bottle roll across the corner of her TV during the live broadcast of Apollo 11. She also claimed that others saw the clumsy accident and wrote letters to the local paper. And everyone in this Australian little town, it's just been like wiped clean type thing. Oh, so, for sure. So there was like a small group of people that were doubting it the day it happened. Mm-hmm. That's what people don't talk about. And I mean, so much of us, we use uh, photographic mistakes of NASA. One of the big things they talk about are the crosshairs. You know, uh, these, these are on the actual glass itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right here. So these would be on the top of everything. And in certain photos, you're going to see half of the crosshairs behind an object. That's as right. though it's been photoshopped in. Um, it just never would do that. You know, the, the crosshair appearing behind objects is just means that it's been copied and scanned. Uh, you could do these back in the day, but now, like, we guys, guys that do Photoshop for us, that, I mean, they put Sam's face on Crowley and me on Albert Pike. And I was like, oh, what the it hell? It looked amazing. Yeah. <laughs> what about the fact that the background is always the same? Yes ridiculous it's no matter where you're shooting it's the same hill valley hill (laughs) no matter which way the thing is shot it's still the same fucking hills yeah it looks it looks very unreal to me and i think that it it is a perfect excuse for them to go and say like uh yeah, we destroyed everything because uh, we're and we're not going to go back. Uh, it, it makes perfect sense because they don't want to go back now that uh, we have so much technology. Because if they came back with footage like this, it would be unexplained because we have such good cameras now. Yeah, there would actually be great footage and great pictures if we actually went to the moon now. Yeah, so they don't want to go. They yeah they they they're fucked. I mean, at the time um, when this footage came out, movies were all mostly black and white. Um, and they just probably said, like, hey, no one's going to know the difference. But yeah. now look at all the technology. We have HD cameras. Like, there's no excuse. So they can't. We're not going to go back. We can't go back. And if we do go back, that's a lie, too. And how about the fact it's almost along the lines of the JFK assassination, mm-hmm. how all these people are taking pictures, all these people have video cameras, yet there's only one shot of the whole thing <laughs> done by a level 33 fucking Freemason. <laughs> Saputer's a fucking Freemason. 
So what we had talked about, what what is NASA spending a day? Is it like <sighs> roughly $50 million a day Jesus. they spend on the uh, space program? Nonstop. They're How just... much did the, 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 the moon mission actually cost? Wasn't it something crazy like, like $400 million or something? Good Lord. And that was the one that succeeded, not counting the, the claims of the several times that they tried. Yeah. So we get into this is like NASA, which we've talked about, were started by some Luciferians. Am I correct? It, NASA is Nasha, which is the Hebrew word for deceit. We talked about this before. Who started, who is credited with helping start? Um, uh, I'm talking uh, about Werner von Braun? Yeah, Water von Braun, Jack Parsons, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Uh, who else? Um, Talking about... Jack Parsons, I mean... Is Alistair what Crowley? The, Alistair Crowley. No, uh, what's his name from fucking Scientology? Oh, L. Ron Hubbard? Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, A bunch of weirdos all involved in one thing. Yeah. It's super weird, man. Um, what a, What about the, the three astronauts, astronauts that got uh, burned up? Really? You didn't you know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, uh, in the in the trial, the original um the the original 3 w- that was supposed to go to the moon was not these 3. Oh. Um, I didn't know we that. We were just talking about it before. Uh Gus uh I keep forgetting his last name. What's his name? Gus Grissom. Gr- Grissom. Gus Grissom um and two others I forget their names. They were originally Gus Grissom was supposed to be the first man to walk on the moon. Right. They were doing like a they were doing a, a practice, a trial, mm. and um the three of them were sitting for approximately five hours sitting in the capsule because they were having malfunctions and they sat there waiting and um, there actually was a fire and, and, and they all got burned up in, in a matter of seconds. And you just hear on their, on their, on their voices saying like, Hey, there's a, there's a, they're like, Oh, there's a fire in the cockpit. Second later screams. Um, finally, they got the latch open five minutes later. I mean, they were all just charred, just, burnt. just charred. Yeah. January 27th, 1963. Uh, they all died there. Ed White, Roger uh, Chaffee, yes. and Gus Grissom. And, uh, I mean, th- that that's a really crazy story to me because they were originally supposed to go, and they were actually working on the moon mission way before any of these guys got recruited. Um, Neil Armstrong and, his, and, and Buzz Aldrin and all those guys. These three that died were way more invested. And it's almost as if, like, they brought in new recruits, someone who was more willing to, uh, to give their illusion that we went to the moon rather than using these guys who have put so much work into it already, and they just killed them off. Um, the son of Gus finally, years later, was able to go into the capsule after the uh, it burned up and like look around in there, and he spotted a switch that looked like it was like a, a, a detonator, like they were at, like, a, like a bomb. And then he matched that up with uh, reports later um, of someone else's report saying the same thing, that it was... It was and, and here's the other thing, dude. That guy, that guy Gus, like years before, he's the guy that dropped the Liberty Bell in the ocean. Do you remember? Do you remember? Did you guys remember what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. And they gave him so much shit, saying it was his fault because the door opened like too early, and they're saying that he hit something and it opened. And they were like, "No!" And he was like, "No, I didn't touch anything. The door just flew open, and and he almost drowned." And then uh, it's almost as if like. And then when he died, Gus, instead of being like, oh, my God, this is a terrible tragedy, they were like, yeah, same guy. He probably did something. Like, bro, he, the guy just got burned up and yeah. his family. You know what I mean? Like, well, they're trying to cover their tracks. They were totally trying to cover their tracks with that one. So so uh, what we've seen with NASA, with the history of it, is 
lie after lie after lie. What they yeah, they just came out with something else where they say they recorded over. Now the new thing is that they recorded over the original footage. Jeez. Then I guess they don't have too much space, right? Like, yeah, their iCloud is Why is that footage up? anywhere where you can record over it? Right. Why isn't that in a special display going the original footage? <laughs> Why is someone like, hey dude, we're out we're out of space, bro? I Grab this V. Use this VCR uh, VHS. But what? We Is forgot it important? The tabs out. No, let's just let's fucking put it in there. Hey, dude, anyone see the original footage? Where was it? Right there. Fuck. And then this other guy, I think his last name was like Baron or something like that. Like he actually did like this whole report about how he found so much evidence that they actually did like uh, like murder these three guys. And uh, he was about to go, like, release it, and he got fired. And then he goes, like, I'm releasing it anyway. And then days later, he got hit by a train in his car. And they said that he wasn't normal, and he was trying to race. Most likely, he was trying to race the train. Yeah, I do that. I like to do that a lot. And uh, his wife and his kid was in the car. And then then no autopsy was performed. Uh, I want to go into a couple real quick things here. So we've seen over and over again how um, NASA, now we got this Space Force stuff for $180 billion. Like, there's not bigger problems than Space Wars, okay? Like, there's still AIDS, right? We still have fucking AIDS. I like to be able to raw dog and not get nervous anymore. But apparently we got to fight fucking aliens in goddamn space. Okay, but here's the weirdest thing. So the space shuttle, how old are you? Uh, about to be 30. Okay, so you're way young. Yeah. I don't know if you remember when the space shuttle blew up. You're pretty young, too. But that was a big thing. I remember in school, the kids couldn't stop laughing. And the sci- <clears throat> our science teacher uh, just laid into them. You guys will never do anything like these people. So, space shuttle takes up. It explodes, right? That's 1986, right? Uh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. So, uh, what are you, how, which one are you on right there? Are you on your own email? Mm-hmm. I'm going to email you this list real quick. Sure. Ah, ba 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 So the big thing on later on, and this kind of blew my mind later on, is all of a sudden there's all these guys that look exactly like the seven people that, that died. died. All of all them seven. But one. Right. That there, there's a good chance they're still alive. Now, the, the astronomical numbers for this to happen is just ridiculous. Not only do they have to have pretty much the same name, they have to have exactly the same feet. I just sent it to you. It should come in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the exact same features. Exact same features, dude. Um, let's get into this real quick. So, seven of them, the Challenger crew, 30 years on. Uh, obviously, we all know the plane goes up and they fucking basically it explodes. It tore apart like it, it basically got nothing separated. Fucking piece of shit. Tinfoil hat, or did you send it to me? I sent it to you. Yeah, nothing yet. Okay. Um, there's basically these people all have doppelgangers. Some of them actually have said they're they're twins, even though there's no actual proof of having a twin. Right. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at Michael J. Smith. There's Michael J. Smith. There is actually, um, there's actually a Michael J. Smith who looks exactly like him, who is the, 
a professor or the president of the University of Washington. Yeah. Same name, same guy, or same face. You know, uh, let's take a look at this guy. Uh, Ronald McNair. He was on Challenger Special Mission Specialist. He has a twin, conveniently, whose name is Carl McNair, even though there's no actual proof of him having a twin. Let's take a look at this lady, astronaut Judith Resnick. There is now a professor, I believe, at the University of Syracuse, named Professor Judith Rednick, who looks exactly like her. Yeah. I think that was the one that I was just like, holy shit, that's her. Right? Look at Oh, these there you people. go. There's the picture. Yeah. There we go. So that top left one, you can just, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. So. They're same names. The same. Resnick is that, uh, that woman top left next to. Uh, Ellison Onizaka, okay, dies in the dies in the Challenger. There's a Claude Onizaka who's his twin that they never knew he had a twin. <laughs> Look at this guy, Francis Richard Scobie, commander of the Challenger. Amazing. There's a Richard Scobie who's the CEO of Cows in Trees. And you can actually Google that and find his Wikipedia page. So not only do they have to have the same name, they have to have the exact same features. Yes. Or they're telling you they're they're twins. Yeah. I mean, what are we fucking talking about here? (laughs) And out of seven people on, on the spacecraft, two of them had twins that they didn't know existed? Yes. Crazy. And then the teacher, you remember there was the teacher and everybody couldn't believe her? Yes, yes. You know? I love her. She's payload specialist. Sharon Kristen McLaughlin. Oh, no, here's the law professor. And then Sharon A. McLaughlin. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. She's Apparently she never got married. She's a Syracuse law professor. Same name, looks exactly like her. And you know what? Her husband, who uh, she widowed, I guess, um, is a is is a superior court judge. What? And was practicing law when she was a teacher. So it kind of makes sense that she would switch her career to law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I never even knew that. Yeah, I kind of did a little bit of uh, research on this one. This one is a, a little Do trippy. Do you believe there's so much shit to it? There's so much shit, man. And uh, with that one, my whole thing is like I don't know what their reasoning might be for for pretend- faking their death. Um, and if you kind of look do a background on each and every one of them, it's like – they all kind of had this background like they got recruited for fun, even though this was like the, the second mission out of the three that were planned. It was just like, we would like to have the first ever teacher on the, uh, uh, you know what I mean, in space. So they recruited, they had, it took 11,000 applications, recruited this woman. Um, they were basically taking applications. Like, who wants to do this job? Yeah. And it almost seems I, I don't I don't know what it what it was, but it almost seemed like they wanted to just like I, I mean who knows what it was. But the thing that, that trips me the most is that this is the only time NASA has taken blame. We've never seen them take their own fall, and they've actually said, "Yeah, we had warnings about the rings that that malfunctioned and that blew up, but we ignored them." Why would they ever admit to that? Like they've they've covered everything else up. 
Oh. It just seems so planned. Do you think we'll ever go back to the moon? No. Or go to the moon? No, I don't think we ever will. <laughs> I think once there's a complete and utter suspension of, fuck it, we don't care if you believe it or not anymore. Guess, yeah, we lied to you, and we don't give a fuck because we're running everything. <laughs> Should we find out what the main man thinks? Oh, I'd love to hear this. this Aaron. Aaron. Don't be an idiot. Hey, Aaron. Well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, Hey, Aaron. You done messed up, Hey, Aaron. You filthy animal. Aaron, thoughts? Well, I'm no scientist, so I can't really debate on this. I've heard Neil deGrasse Tyson on Rogan. Did a pretty good job. Uh, I love that one of the posts of the Challenger people mentions Hillary in it. <laughs> you just <laughs> what are an episode stuck on that fucking lady, dude. Unbelievable. <laughs> this lady, she just loves, no matter what comes oh. out, he just loves, no matter what we're talking about either. We could be talking about centralized bank. He brings it back to Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all it's unbelievable. <laughs> all right. Well, Augustino, can you tell them uh, where you're going to be, uh, where they can check your podcast out, anything you want them to know about yeah, you? Yeah, my podcast, Homeschooled Podcast, it's uh, it's everywhere you get podcasts. Um, it's on this cool app called Laughable, which is like the easiest to stream. Um, it's on iTunes. It's on Stitcher. It's on SoundCloud. Is uh, it on the moon? <laughs> Nothing's on the moon. <laughs> We've been in the moon less times than he's been in New York. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> That's well done. Well done. Uh, um, do you have merch or anything like that? Man, uh, no, I, I sell shirts sometimes on the road, but I don't really sell it online. But I will be performing. I'm actually headlining a, a theater in uh, on Third Street Promenade. It's called the uh, Third Street Playhouse. Oh, that's great. On the promenade. Yeah, I'm starting to do like a little theaters. I have a few in August and September. So that one's August 4th. Um, in uh, Thursday Promenade, Los Angeles, California. That's Sweet. amazing. Any uh, final thoughts, uh, Ryan? Man, I'm excited. I'm very excited to go to Skank Fest, and uh, I'm excited to hear the feedback on this because I know uh, everyone loves space, whether it's real or not. And uh, all you Moonanites out there, holler. It's been a pleasure, guys. We will see you next time, and I uh, hope to see you guys in New York City. Holler at your boy. Thanks for having me on, man. <laughs> <laughs>